Support for this podcast comes from PayPal. Small business owner, PayPal QR codes are the safe and easy payment option. It's all the security PayPal is known for online, in person. Cash only, QR codes allow you to accept credit or debit with everyday low fees. No additional hardware or software needed. Use the app to generate your unique QR code. Customers scan your code with their PayPal app to pay you. Learn more at paypal.com slash us slash get QR code. This is episode number 141 with our guest, Sylvia Hall. Welcome to the Hidden Entrepreneur Show. My name is Josh Carey. You want in on a little secret? I was in hiding for 40 years. Yeah, I was hiding every part of myself in every situation. And I can tell you one thing. Hiding sucks. I'm now on a mission to help extraordinary people like yourself rediscover the world around you, connect beautifully with others, and excel tremendously in all you set out to do. Join in. It's The Hidden Entrepreneur Show. Well, hey there. Thank you so much for joining us and tuning in today. It's the Hidden Entrepreneur Show, and it's your host, Josh Carey. If you've known me for any length of time prior to about two years ago, it was probably obvious that I was the textbook definition of anxious. I felt angry, lost, frustrated most moments of every day my mind would not stop racing. And if I wanted any relief from those anxious thoughts, I'd need some sort of drug to give me that temporary relief. I only wish I had met our guest today back then. It's Sylvia Hall. Sylvia is the founder and creator of Lifted Naturals, a line of mood-boosting probiotics that allow you to treat your anxiety naturally. Imagine that. Anxiety and mood issues are not all in your head, but they could be in your gut. Sylvia knows firsthand how difficult it can be to struggle with anxiety, depression, and panic attacks. She was a stay-at-home mom who turned her idea for a mood probiotic into a million-dollar and growing business. After a tough go-round with postpartum depression and anxiety, she decided there had to be a better way to feel better. That led to the birth of Lifted, her well-being brand. I couldn't be more excited to uh, explore this topic with you. Welcome, Sylvia Hall. How are you, Sylvia? Thank you. That was beautiful. (laughs) I appreciate it. I'm great. I'm excited. Great. Well, I would expect nothing less, right? Someone who created the (laughs) Lifted brand, which it's also probably a whole other part of a topic we'll get into. Um, But this doesn't mean that, um, like I implied, you, I, we we can't expect it to be lifted positive 24-7. Is there truth in that? That is absolute truth. And I always love to say, too, it's not any sort of magic pill. But I do believe it's a strong momentum generator. So if you are really uncomfortable in your physical body, a lot of people with um, anxiety also have some digestive issues. There's a strong link there. Uh, If you're uncomfortable in your physical body and you start to feel a little lighter, so to speak, um, why not use that momentum? And so the Lifted brand is all about, hey, 
we'll get you started. But here's the other things you need to meditate. You need to move your body. You got to eat real food. You got to do some breath work. You got to heal brother. So it's all about the momentum generator. And hearing you say that you struggle that much too, I'd love to hear. I mean, I know this isn't about, you know, just you, but I mean, I'm totally pumped that you've been there too. And, and what has been your like ticket to, to freedom and feeling better? Well, it's one fun- of those things. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because um, I, I I've only recently come across your products, and naturally, I didn't uh, take that <laughs> pun intended, right? But I did. <laughs> I did do all of those things you mentioned. I made a final commitment to say, okay, I I I can't continue to be this person. Um, I have to take responsibility and really make better choices. And yeah. acknowledge that everything that is happening is my own doing and creation. And once I admitted that, I was able to say, yeah, I'm doing small, medium, and large things habitually uh, that contribute to my anxiety, my depression. My Yeah, go ahead. Well, I'm just so excited that you pointed that out because it really is a, a, what we practice is what we get good at. And so often we get stuck in this pattern of habitual thinking and habitual anxiety. And it's, it's so easy to kind of push it off as, oh, I'm just born this way. My mom was this way. And yet so much of it is we practice it and we practice it and it's what we get good at. So in theory, you can practice being a peaceful, calm person who doesn't believe everything they think. And you can practice feeling better. And so that's what we are absolutely all about. So I'm glad we're on the same page here. And we need to get you some probiotics. I'll send you a a special care package. Oh my gosh, thank you. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) A couple of things I want to um, tie up and move forward from. So um, personally, just to um, generally answer that, I did, once I made that decision, I started uh, eating better. I started waking up better for me that meant earlier and without the snooze button uh i i started exercising in the morning which was important to me i started meditating every single night and saw those results and just started replacing some less than ideal habits with better ones uh so that's what's worked for me and continues to this day it's all still (laughs) that um it's a it's a daily routine and habit uh, that works from the minute I wake up and how I wake up to the minute I go to sleep and how I go to sleep. I want you to expand on something you just said that we cannot trust everything we think. What a fascinating statement because usually we're told that uh, you have to change your thoughts and your thoughts are things and that becomes what you feel and the actions you take and whatnot. But what does that mean? We don't have to. We can't trust what we think. Well, not to believe everything you think. So the ego wants us, especially when we have somewhat of an anxious tendency to really take every thought so seriously as a threat. And so a big part of my healing journey has been meditating as well, which is just going into that watcher mode. And that is a big part of uh, not just associating and taking so personally everything I think. And so a big part of my story was that I was building a coaching practice and I went through life coach school with Brooke Castillo and I learned so many things such as our thoughts create our feelings and our feelings create our actions and our actions create our results. So this is this like so simple and everything in her theory goes back to that one. It's called the model. And so I learned that and I felt like this is so powerful. I'm seeing how I'm creating my reality. And yet sometimes it was easy to think positive thoughts and sometimes it was hard to think positive thoughts. And I was just trying to figure out this this in-between thing, because I love to get into this mix of the chicken and the egg. Is it the thoughts create the energy or the energy creates the thoughts? And to me, I think energy is this umbrella that 
you know, we are um, spiritual beings and having a human experience. So for me, energy is everything. And so I started to think, well, if I, how can I sell a probiotic if I believe energy is everything? But even that probiotic is energy. <laughs> so even that, um, that good bacteria that we found that, you know, has this research claims that showed people that are anxious and depressed have less of this good bacteria and they have more of this bad bacteria. So to me, it's just such a piece of the puzzle. So I do strongly believe in managing your mind and tapping into your energy. And yet we are physical beings. And so this, this gut brain connection is really the real deal. So to me, it's not one or the other. It's not, can't believe everything you think. Okay. I'll just think positive and move on. It's not like that. It's this complicated, we've woven web of puzzle pieces that we can put together. And to me, I think you just find a couple pieces that inspire you. And then once you start putting those together, the other ones start to click into place. Amazing. So let's get into the actual product here, which by the way, you, you go on Amazon and the whole product line, especially one of your top sellers has literally over 300 reviews, uh, a 4.3 rating, which I think is significant and extraordinary. I'm sure you're very, very happy and proud with that. But let's just set the base here. You know, for me, I'm not even sure. What, what, is it, what does it really mean? What is a probiotic? What is a prebiotic? Set that base for us so we actually just know what that is. And then tie that into, when we talk about gut, because I know that that's a whole big thing of it, what is that really? Where is that? And where's the connection to all of this? Sure. And if you don't mind, I'll kind of weave in a little bit of my story of why I even started looking for a probiotic. Please do. Yeah, thank you. So after my second child, I had a severe case of postpartum depression and anxiety. Uh, The groups now call it PPD and PPA, but eight years ago, we didn't even call it PPA. I just felt like something's off. I really wasn't depressed, but oh my gosh, I was so anxious. But PPA, like I said, it wasn't even a thing. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, that's, that's so what I was struggling with. And it led me down this, like, what can I do to feel better? And the gut brain connection kept coming up the way that your microbiome, you know, the food we eat, everybody's always talking about what we eat, but what goes in matters and what goes out matters. If you know what I mean, Josh. So, um, this is, this is, um, my fancy life. I get to talk to people about, I'm like, so how's your digestion? How are things coming out? It's, it's a, it's a gift to be able to do this. Um, but I started to realize, oh my gosh, I have, you know, I'm a little sluggish digestively. What if this gut brain connection is real? So I start to just buy probiotics, just probiotics, prebiotics. I do all this research. I go, nobody's a better researcher than a mom who doesn't feel good and wants to be a better mom for her kids. I'm just like, there's smoke coming off the keyboard, right? Cause I'm like, I got to find a way to feel better. And it really did continually pop up that there were studies showing that, um, especially if you've had antibiotics, and, and as I've learned now, we have so many customers writing us. I haven't been able to leave the home since I was on this really tough round of antibiotics. Well, with my daughter, our second child, I, um, I had an antibiotic drip through my delivery. And I didn't even, no one told me, hey, you might want to replenish that good bacteria. That's what a probiotic does. Oh my gosh. Okay. So it's kind of coming together, right? And also I had been on what I call uh, the all-carb diet. Um, I wouldn't recommend it. It's like a bowl of cereal for breakfast, a granola bar, you know, a bagel for a snack or a pizza or noodles. Like I just, I've never been driven to eat healthy based on my weight. I've always just naturally, um, I stop when I'm full and I eat when I'm hungry and that's worked really well for my body, but it didn't really work so well for my mental health. So I was struggling at this point. And the reason carbs are kind of a tricky thing, especially 
processed carbs yeah. are because processed carbs turn into sugar in the body and sugar is what feeds the bad bacteria. So sugar's feeding the bad bacteria, probiotics are the good bacteria. And quickly, prebiotics, fiber, are what feed the good bacteria. So our first product is Mood Boosting Probiotic, which has probiotics and prebiotics. So the probiotics to give your microbiome a boost and the prebiotics to keep feeding those and to keep healing it. So that potentially, if you aren't really dealing with that bad of a case of um, microbiome imbalance, you might just be able to take a, a round or two of probiotics and give yourself that boost and not just be stuck on them forever. Now, there's some people that swear, I'll never stop taking these because we have so many antibiotics in our food and in our, there's so many toxins in our environment. So our microbiomes are up against a pretty rough game. So back to the story. I'm struggling. I'm researching. I start buying probiotics, like probiotic junkie for real, like just line them up. I'm trying them. The other thing is I'm really sensitive. So one glass of wine and I'm the life of the party. Um, <laughs> that also means like one supplement that doesn't fit well. I'm like, I can feel it. I can feel it already. So I'm really sensitive, hypersensitive to a lot of things. And I decided to use that as a gift. It's kind of like this kryptonite type thing, you know, where yeah. it's almost a crutch, but, um, I realized for sure I felt better when I took certain strains and species of bacteria versus others. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to take 10 of these. And then I went to prebiotic and I had to do a sachet and I was combining it. Well, I've been an entrepreneur since I waltzed out of the womb. So I knew right away, like there is an idea here. I need to get on this. And so um, that led me to looking for a really good high quality manufacturer. And I wasn't sure exactly how that would go. And that took several phone calls, several people. How do you do that? Well, I just picked up the phone. A lot of people were afraid to pick up the phone, not this gal. So I pick up the phone, call around, email around and just basically did my research to find someone who would be able to bring my idea to life. So a lot of people say, are you a chemist? You know, what makes you this, this expert? And I said, no, I'm more of an anxiety expert. Thank you very much. Um, I was able to use that natural uh, tendency towards anxiety to my advantage and to connect with a really high quality manufacturer that has a team of chemists and all that. Right. So um, let me fill in this gap for a minute. Like any good business or entrepreneur, something, your product or service will typically come to market because there's something missing and, and you see something that's missing. If I got all of that, what you saw was what was missing was one pill that would satisfy somebody like you, which would signify, hey, there's got to be more of people like me. So you were so in tune with what strains of bacteria your body needed and was missing and could have used. Instead of having some sort of variety cocktail of what was already available, you thought this all of all of my needs, what I can define, should be in one pill and it does not yet exist. Precisely. <laughs> okay. And then of course, right, you're you're not a chemist, you're not a scientist, you're not a I don't know, whatever ist else either. But biologist. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There it is. There was uh there was a need that wasn't being met and your entrepreneurial brain and your mother needs and your human need to feel good said I'm going to figure this out. So you that I mean my goodness, um I think uh you know coming to market with a, a product or service is difficult as it is, but in this category I mean, is it in the vitamin category? You, uh, you have to go through the FDA and who knows what, right? What kind of technicalities yeah. were there? So the manufacturer, that's why it's so important to choose a high quality manufacturer that's a FDA approved facility, um, good manufacturing practices certified. I mean, that was all the research too. Anybody who's a good researcher um, can find like what kind of qualities they're looking for. 
something else that I feel is really pivotal to my success is that I can't go like a second further without saying that before we launched Lifted, I went to my husband and I said, I've been an entrepreneur the past seven years. You know that I've always like business ideas come to me. I feel like I have a really good one, but, and in order for this one to work, I really think I'm going to need you on board. So I'm a visionary and he's like the implementer and right. I'm the, I'm the messaging the storyteller and he's the detail oriented refiner who finishes. So I'm a starter. He's the finisher. I mean, it points perfectly to it. And so I really said, this is going to be bigger. This is going to be different than anything I've ever done because before the coaching, I was actually, I had an interim of doing um, like kind of this confidence wardrobe styling because before that I was doing um, making jewelry. That was actually the first thing I did was I was pregnant. I was like, I got to stay home with my babes and I got to make something. And I really want a business because I'm telling you, I waltzed out of the womb an entrepreneur. I was selling things. I was, you know, just some people do, some people don't. The only thing that was hidden about my entrepreneurship was my success, but that came. So, um, <laughs> your faces, you're cracking me up with your faces. If you're on the podcast, you got to skip over and look at the videos because he is giving me some eyes. Okay. So anyway, I came to him. I said, I need you on board with this. And at first he was kind of wishy-washy, you know, sounds like your thing. And I, uh, but sure enough, he's like, okay, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, we're doing this. And so that was, you know, two and a half years ago is when we first started selling the product, but having his, uh, detail oriented finisher mind has been so impactful. Um, I, I often say, I don't feel like you could, I don't know how people do it without the one and the other. Um, and he always says, of course, he couldn't have done it without me. It wasn't even in his realm of awareness. And yet it's become his story because he too has um, become a big advocate for taking his daily probiotic. So amazing that you came to market again. It's just, it's just mind blowing that somebody, anybody could get this kind of product on a shelf and, and, you know, on Amazon and whatnot. Um, talk to me about, um, I mean, even the, the out of pocket initial capital sounds like, uh, there has to be a significant investment. Yes. It was bigger than anything I'd done before. That's for sure. And so that's a when risk, I, right. There's some yeah. fear there. Yeah. To say, yeah, Hey, for sure. we have to put up some capital here. So we did, we put up capital. We, instead of the thousand bottle minimum, I talked them down to seven fifty. Just make 750 bottles for me. The worst manufacturer. Case scenario, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah go ahead. So I was, we were like, worst case scenario, we'll be peddling like, hey, you want probiotics? You probiotics? Hey, over here, over here. If we can't sell them, right? Like, what are we going to do if we can't sell them? Like, of course, since then, we've bought a lot more uh, right. than that first. <laughs> right. So yeah, um, that was a big risk. Uh, we also had the, um, and so the investment of the 750 bottles up front, that was the biggest investment. And then I actually invested in a course on how to be a brand builder through Ryan Daniel Moran. I actually have a podcast with him coming out soon. Oh, Ryan Moran. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I invested in his program and we we're like, okay, that's good. That's a solid investment. It's like, whoa, that's scary, but it's worth it. And then we found out in order to get ungated on Amazon, we had a $3,000 expense. So, um, getting ungated on Amazon is another example of, I don't know if I could have done it without my husband because I was just like defeated. We kept th putting the right paperwork. No, this is our paperwork of the manufacturer. And they just kept turning us down. Hey, this is a good thing that they make it hard to put supplements on Amazon. I respect and appreciate that for the health and well being of all of the consumers. Uh, but knowing that we had a really good product that we weren't going to be able to, like, we couldn't get uh, through that ungating process. And so I remember saying, like, oh, we already spent this much. Should we just not do Amazon? And my husband's like, no, nope, we've got to do it. We're like, this is like, we each take turns being the one that's like, it's time to do it. And then there's times where we take turns being the one that's like, 
it's so scary and hard. And so we've kind of went back and forth, but he was definitely the strong one through that. He's like, we're doing it. It's just $3,000. It's scary now. And of course, uh, now we're very, very glad that we made that uh, investment and that we were able to cross those hurdles of getting ungated. That's amazing. And again, you have uh, over 300 reviews, 4.3 plus stars. That's significant, right? Well, yeah, these people, I mean, I get emails every day that literally almost bring me to tears. People saying, I love you. I love you. Like, uh, you, you've saved my life. Um, it, it just almost takes my breath away because I know these are people who are struggling and I've been there. Um, these are people whose microbiome for whatever reason got off. Was it diet? Was it their several rounds of antibiotics? Um, you know, and so by replenishing that good bacteria, kind of back to that initial question, um, by replenishing that good bacteria, that's what, um, helps with the digestion process. That's what helps us to actually absorb the nutrients. Everybody's always worried about these vitamins we're taking and vitamins can be really helpful, but if you're not getting the nutrients from the food you're consuming, um, because your microbiome's all out of whack, then it's not going to, to do anything for you. So, uh, it's definitely been, um, I mean, there's people, there's haters too. There's people that, here, so I'll tell you this tip. When it comes yes. to probiotics, I'll even read our competitors' reviews and kind of get you know, some insight. And I just want to go in and comment, you're, you're taking too much, you need to slow down your dosage. <laughs> even for our competitors, like that's the biggest thing with probiotics is you're going to take it, uh, maybe feel pretty good at first, and then maybe you're going to have some gas bloating, potentially even like irritability, brain fog, because there's this thing called die-off, where you are literally killing and kind of minimizing that bad bacteria, which was on overdrive. And so the way that we help people around this is that our capsules are openable and not everybody's are, but they're openable and they are, um, there's no added fillers or any icky extra ingredients. Like it is wild to me when you look at the back of a vitamin or probiotic and there's like 15 extra things in the other ingredients, we don't need that. And so that's one of our big things too, is like clean, pure ingredients, nothing extra. So you can pour just a tiny bit into say some applesauce. Um, a little bit of water and you can take just a tiny bit. I would say, I always say like an eighth of a capsule, use one capsule for the first week, like to give your body time to get used to that new good bacteria. Most people that are probiotic dropouts simply needed to go slower. Mm. Let's, <laughs> let's double back to, to your story. I, I actually want to go back to the very beginning and then catch up into real time. Uh, what was childhood like for Sylvia Hall growing up? <laughs> oh, you caught me off guard with this one. Um, as I mentioned, I was entrepreneurial from the get-go. When I remember playing anything I played, I was um, a business owner. So it was either I was a librarian. I'm like, hey, here's our books. You know, I was um, a lawyer and I was like doing these cases and I was like, okay, we got another case. Um, everything that you would play, it was me taking on that role of like boss lady. So um, you could say I'm bossy or you could call me the boss. Um, it's one of those things that it, when, when jobs weren't going super well, like, oh my gosh, I'm trying to, like, it's just this energy you have that makes you not so good at being an employee. You just got to run a business. And that's kind of always the energy I've brought. And so um, I also have this kind of unique side that's a lot of creativity. So I've written a book of poems. I used to make the jewelry. I still bring that. Like when I create a formula, it's a lot of intuition, like tapping into like, okay, I've read all this research. What feels really right? So I've always been very intuitive and I base a lot of our business decisions on my intuition. It's not just like, I don't do a lot of like numbers and figures. I'm like, this feels right. Can't describe it. Can't explain it. We got to move forward with this product. Our customers need it. It's very rarely failed me. 
So as a child, as you painted the picture there, you you had a, a bossy, you know, I'm I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna conquer this. Uh, sounds like there was an some air of confidence to that. Did that get um, shifted at some point? That you know took you into the the realm of anxiety. How, how did all that happen? Not really. You know, I said I started making jewelry when I had my youngest or my excuse, my oldest. He was ten now, so like eleven years ago when I got pregnant. I started making jewelry. I'll never forget. I made an earring and I held it up and I was like, babe, I made an earring, you know, to my husband. He's like, oh, it doesn't look like an earring. Like, you know, we all start somewhere. Uh, but I attribute a lot of my success to being willing to suck at first. Um, anything I do, it's like, okay, yeah, sure. I suck at that. Oh, why wouldn't I? I just started. So it's like, you just kind of use that momentum. So even when I was in my you know, deepest, darkest moments of anxiety, I, I would say I still had a level of, of knowing that um, I wanted and needed to do something really exciting in the world. I do remember occasionally kind of laying my head on my pillow at night and feeling like I wasn't reaching the success that I wanted. And that, that aching, that hunger, I would call it. But it wasn't a bad, it, it felt icky at the time. Like, I, I think I should be here and I'm here. Like, of course, at the time, it was this heaviness. But it wasn't truly heavy. It was a driving force. And so when we started Lifted, as I mentioned, I brought my husband on board, which has been huge. Like, he's the, the detail guy. He's the one who does our paperclip on Amazon and the, the ad stuff and all that stuff. And I'm like, oh, boring, you know. Um, and so I knew that that was going to be huge. But also, I had this defining moment of, Everything with lifted has to pass through this one question. It's going to be different this time. And the question is, is it scalable? And if it's not scalable, I'm not going to do it because this time I mean business. And so the big difference I would say before with my other entrepreneurial endeavors is that I didn't know the difference between being self-employed and being a business owner. That distinction has made all the difference. And there's nothing wrong with being self-employed. I was self-employed and I did it all myself. As a business owner, I'm finding more and more things to delegate. Now, my husband would say, not enough. (laughs) I like have my grip on some of the customer service stuff because I'm so passionate about connecting with those customers, hearing where they're coming from. If one of our probiotics doesn't work, I listen to their symptoms. I listen to what happened when they take it. If going slower doesn't help, I have another product for you. I send it directly to them the highest level of customer service, a company that truly cares. It matters so much to me because I know the more people you help, the more you change the world, and the more your family benefits. It's like being able to have your husband quit his full-time job, which just happened for us. So, Oh my gosh, congratulations on that. That's huge. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I mean, we're two and a half years in and it's been my goal for 2019. In fact, any of my friends that are like, hey, why haven't I seen you or where have you been? because I've been so laser focused because we created this goal 2019 he's able to quit his job and work with us full time well I took it very seriously and so anything that I was doing even if it was something for fun or it's one of my side creative hobbies it just felt wrong it didn't feel in alignment because I set this goal and I meant it and so um now that we're creating the goal I am going to be very intentional about um weaving in more passion projects just for the fun of it, because I know that's how you balance out your energy. But I just want to say that sometimes um, being a little bit um, like <laughs> blocking other people out, saying no to more things and being laser focused is in alignment with your highest integrity. And that's what I've had to do. And I'm, I'm excited about it. Wow. Well, saying no to more things is, uh, it, it's been proven, it's been written about, is a quality trait of many of the uh, wealthiest and successful entrepreneurs. 
say say no as often as possible. And that's yeah. it's it, it's that whole thing, just you know, uh, shutting out distraction. And uh, I'm on a very similar similar path. That uh, really, for one of the first times in my life, I I get goals right. I had a whole conversation on a uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact, on another show that I co-host. Shout out to On Air Brands, Eric Cabral, Pod Max, love you guys. Uh, but we had a whole show that happened to revolve around goal setting, and I mentioned that uh, it's. Um, it was something that I just sort of, yeah, I know, you got to set the goal, oh, I get it, goal set. What would you do? <laughs> There's no other way to get to where you want to go. First, you have to know where you want to go, define it, jot it down, and set a goal. It's, it's logical all of a sudden. Right. If you don't set that goal, I think what happens to most people is you drift. They just drift and drift and drift, and then they wake up one day and they're old and haven't created any of their (laughs) dreams or anything like that. So I think that goals are about intention. And then I also think it's about who you become on the way to the goal. So to be honest, I wanted him to be able to quit sooner, right? But like that was all part of the process. We had things to learn. We weren't ready. On some level, we weren't ready yet. And so absolutely true. Absolutely true. Yes. And do you know why we drift? Because we're scared out of our minds. We're hiding behind the fear that we feel safe and comforted. Yes? Yeah, for sure. I think that I I didn't want it to be true. I wanted to say who does that? But in some ways, success is really uncomfortable. Um, you asked me kind of who I'm, you know, who, who's on the team and it's mostly me and my husband. And then the most important hire outs were actually having help with the household as a mom who prioritizes time with my children and the feeling of our home, that mental load is unreal. And so by hiring some of that out, um, I was able to create space to continue to provide the customer service I want to. Now, I know that's going to get, I'm actually, I have a VA that I'm kind of like, we're kind of in works of like me handing a little more of that off, but it has to be just right for that to happen. Um, so much of our business is scalable. So I'm like, this is what needs me is these customers. So anyway, um, it's uncomfortable to, uh, have someone like cleaning my house and organizing my pantry. Cause I've never seen that happen before. I've never seen that done. It's not, it wasn't modeled for me. That wasn't what was done in my home. It's uncomfortable to ask for help and to, to, to say, Oh, who, this, this is my, my personal assistant. Like who, who is this person that has a personal assistant? Like that's, it's uncomfortable to be that at first but I'm willing to be uncomfortable. I wasn't at first. I was in my own way of the success because it just, it wasn't, you know, it was outside the realm of what I'd ever experienced. And so I realized in order to reach higher levels of success, I would have to be really okay with being uncomfortable. And, and that's been a huge part of my journey too. Yeah. And, and you bring up such a great example in your example here. It's about your initial uncomfortability of having a personal assistant uh, who's, you know, helping you at the house so you could succeed and follow your dreams and pursue all this great stuff uh, and having a, um, you know, having the uh, VA help out with that. And you're like, who does this? But that's your story. And we all have our version of that. Whatever we, we hesitate to do, and then we second guess and we're like, oh, well, I don't know. What is, what is that going to look like? What are people going to say? How is that going to appear? I, I don't know about that. Is that me? It's identity. And, you know, and that's just our own control. It's the labels that we've given ourselves that we feel like we have to validate. That's what I did my whole life. I entered the world with a label that I sold myself as truth. And on, on the surface, I'm saying, yeah, I, I, I want to find people that are going to uh, disprove this label. 
That's not what we do. We go out into the world and once we've labeled ourselves or defined our identity very subconsciously at times, we go out and what we wind up doing are seeking the people and the circumstances into our existence that validate it. And we say, you see, I knew. I knew that that was the case. Right, right. And I mean, so many people, I think on some spectrum, we're all a little bit afraid of failure and a little bit afraid of success. So just shining that light of awareness to say, oh, isn't that interesting that it's kind of uncomfortable for me to say I'm starting a business, even though it could fail. That's kind of the one end. And then, oh, isn't that interesting? It's kind of uncomfortable for me to say I've grown a million dollar business with my husband. Like, like every time I say it, I kind of like, it's like, like, what are people going to think? And what are they going to, but of course, you know, there's, there's so much more room for growth. There's so much more room for helping people and connecting with people. Uh, We're just getting started is what I like to say, but it's uncomfortable. (laughs) It is so uncomfortable. And we stay in this state of fear, which is where we feel comforted. And it's it's crazy that we have to, that's what I'm doing these days in my uh, more healthy era of life. Thankfully, I am going forth into that role of capability and not just, you know, succumbing to, that's what the hidden entrepreneur is all about. And knowing that I showed up in all these situations, hiding all of my power and ability. It's like, wait, yeah. what? And now right. I'm finally like, no, nah, I, I, I got something good here that I'm going to enjoy because my goodness, in the blink of an eye, this is all going to be over. We don't get another chance at this kind of a thing. Who, who, what am I wasting this for? Are you kidding me? This is, this right. is the gift. This is the experience. Go forth. See what's possible. And it's all possible. Stereotypical, possibly cliche. Yes, but for a reason. It's like, here we are. <laughs> do something. What do you want to do? Go do it. Yeah. And what emotion are you afraid to feel? Tell me more about that. <laughs> well, if you tap into there's something you want to do, but you're not doing it, there's an emotion behind it that you're afraid to feel. Is it, is it judgment? Is it resentment? Is it uh, fear? I mean, fear is so basic, but it's the real deal. We all have it in us in some form. So if you can call out that emotion and say, oh, what would happen if I wasn't afraid to feel that? Or what would happen if I felt it right now? And and what happens when we are willing to feel emotions is they no longer chase us, right? They just they're like, oh, hey, thanks. I finally got your attention. And you're like, hey, it's okay. You can have a seat here for a little bit if you'd like, and then we can move on. Because once you're willing to feel that emotion, it's not going to pursue you in that way. So um, for every person, it's probably a little bit different, but be getting really real with yourself about what is the hidden emotion that I'm unwilling to experience. And how can I feel it right now so that I can get out of my own dang way? And it's so amazing that in your examples, you said, what emotion are we unwilling to fear? And the first one you said was judgment. That resonates really with me because I, again, my big struggle and internal conflict was showing up into the world, hiding all of that power, skill, and ability in exchange for seeking the approval, and then going home, sitting behind closed doors and saying, why I, I know what I'm capable of. So it wasn't even like, oh, I can't do it. No, I knew darn well how much, <laughs> how much skill and ability I wanted to give to the world. But I didn't want the judgment. I feared that if I went out and showed people how powerful I am, and really we're all extremely powerful, of course, I feared that if I demonstrated that, I would get some sort of retaliation from somebody seeing it because they would feel threatened or they would feel less than. And who do I think I am? And now they're going to retaliate. And I didn't have that, that strength to you know, stick up for myself. So I didn't. 
But wouldn't you know, these days, when I go out into the world and I do anything that makes sense for me (laughs) and is legit and powerful and part of my plan, nobody retaliates. I don't see any of the people that, in fact, I get confirmation from brilliant, beautiful people like you, Sylvia, here, and everybody else who who I've attracted into my world because I've stepped up and stepped into this role. And people are like, I see what you're doing. I like it. Come here. Let's, let's, you know, we'll, we'll become part of uh, each other's world. And that's the circle I'm in. And it's great once you do it. Well, and I'm hearing you say this, and I'm hearing you say that now you're in alignment with who you say you are, who you say you are and what you're doing are in alignment. So no wonder some of those mental health issues that you're struggling with are no longer an issue because I think it goes back to that energy. It's all energy. And if you say one thing and you do another, that's out of alignment. So I'm hearing you say what you say you want to do and what you're doing are in alignment and you feel well. And what a beautiful message. Thank you. What are some of the ways that you found we block ourselves from what we really want? Do you have experience in this? I call it self-sabotage. And I believe it comes back to, real quick, I want to share, you said that fear of judgment. Yeah. Um, It doesn't really resonate with me, but I've once heard there's two basic fears that we all struggle with on some level. It's either fear of judgment or fear of abandonment. Mm. And I was like, I don't know which one I have. I have some problems. I mean, I'm a human, right? So I have had some anxious tendencies and I worry about my kids a little bit. I'm a mama bear. I will cut you. (laughs) Um, Things like that. Uh, So I've got my own, you know, healing work, but which one is it? And so when we get clear on that, the judgment of others and then the abandonment is not feeling the support and connection that we are so loved and we are so worthy. And so those two, if you can kind of get, just go back to those basics, wow, I mean, I'm given the old gut punch there, right? And what is it that you really wanted to hear? Was it from your mom or dad? Pick one because you know you had to earn their love. And then from there, it's like, what did you want to hear from them? You're good enough. You're doing a great job. Whatever it is you wanted to hear from them, you give it to yourself and you give it to yourself and you give it to yourself because you are no longer a child and you are no longer in need of someone else to validate you. Hey, spent 40 Mm -hmm. years trying to learn that one lesson, cool mom. (laughs) From the cool mom. (laughs) Right. Okay. So back to self-sabotage. I think it all boils down to um, not tapping into, not trusting our own gifts and our own vision and our own purpose and our own path. So often, if we trusted our power, trusted our vision, trusted our abilities, we wouldn't self-sabotage. So to me, it's a simple um, issue of tapping into your own gifts and abilities. You're the founder of, as we've said, Lifted Naturals. And I know that you say it's more than just a supplement company. It is a well-being movement. You love it. It's like a song, right? It's music to your ears. It's more than a supplement company. It's a well-being movement. Tell me what that really translates to and why that's so important to you. So like I said, I believe that gut health is a big piece of the puzzle, but it's still only one piece of the puzzle. And we're all about start your momentum wherever you can. If you can't afford a probiotic, get still and meditate and become the watcher of your mind. If you don't have the ability to do that because it freaks you out and your anxiety is sky high, that's okay. Go on a walk and dispense that energy. Get some natural sunlight. Move your body. We were not designed to sit or be inside all day. Tap into one way. Breath work. The breath is the key to life. Slow your breath. Be intentional. These are all messages we share day in and day out 
feel better naturally. It is your natural way of being. It's all about tapping back into that, not fixing um, what's broken. It's more about remembering who you really are. Tell me about a time where fear confronted you right in the face. It could be at any any point in your journey here, because that's what the hidden entrepreneur is all about. I hid behind the fear all these years, didn't take action, used it as an excuse to remain safe and comfortable. Tell us about a time when you were faced with fear and you could have gone in either direction, cowering or not, and you knew you had to move right through it. Okay. So I told you I was building a coaching practice and I told you there was that time where there was a disconnect between what I was wanting to earn and what I was actually earning. And I truly remember laying my head on my pillow. It's just one night. I think it was that, you know, they say there's this moment. It, it wasn't anything magical, but something in me clicked where I was like, I am tired of this. <laughs> like I am tired of feeling like I can create something that's really cool and amazing and I'm not doing it. And so for me, it was just laying in bed one night and, and just having this awareness that I have this hunger and this desire and that whatever it was that was blocking me, however I was blocking myself, I was not going to do it anymore. If it was being afraid to make phone calls, I was going to stop being afraid to pick up the phone. If it was going live on Facebook and, and who cares what, how silly it looks or whatever, I'm going to do those things because nothing is more uncomfortable than this feeling of knowing I am capable of something that I am not creating. Oh, yes. Speaking my language. <laughs> Absolutely speaking my language. Um, where do we go? What do you do from here in the lifted business? Is it more reaching a wider audience or is there something more on the horizon? So we currently sell on Amazon or directly from our website. We're not in any retail stores yet. Um, I recently on my interview with Brian, I said, Hey, should we do retail? What do you think? You know, kind of gave him some numbers and stuff. And he said, I really think you're fine to stay, um, doing it this way. There's so much room for growth and potential. And so I think that we, um, we don't have a product problem. We have a marketing problem and I don't even like to call it a problem, but initially, you know, where do you put your attention and your energy? And so I know that getting our message in front of more people, so many people have no idea that there could be a connection between their digestive issues and their mental health issues. And so we have such a big message to get out in a big way and we will continue to do that. So maybe eventually retail. Um, we do actually have a little bit of the, it's kind of like a business hiccup that we dealt with. Amazon was allowing sales outside of the US um, and then they suddenly stopped allowing it. So we had all these customers writing us from the UK and Australia and Canada and saying, oh my God, I, I take your bit for this move boost and I really love it. Or I take this product or that product and now I can't get it. And so um, this is, this is the one time I broke my rule of, is it scalable? And I opened up an online separate Shopify and we package and ship international orders just for those people because my heart is bigger than my brain sometimes. <laughs> so um, to find a more scalable way to do international orders is on the radar. Um, and from there, just to continue, I mean, we're stepping into a whole new journey of being home with my husband. Like this has never happened. And so starting in December, uh, we're going to be working together full-time-ish. Our whole goal, I, I tell people like, oh, you know, I retired my husband or, you know, oh, he's going to be full-time with Lifted. Our goal is never to be full-time business owners. We are lifestyle entrepreneurs who want to enjoy the freedoms of our own uh, passions and pursuits and to help people create really cool things and continue to do that in the world. And so there's some exciting personal things on the horizon in regard to what does that look like? He and I have been together for 18 years, so we obviously are pretty comfortable with each other and know the ins and outs, but not to this degree. So it'll be really exciting. 
and I know your husband through um, virtual means as well. He's a great guy. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Looking back on a, uh, a on a younger version of yourself, what advice would you give that person? Take a probiotic, girl. Um, that that for sure. Naturally, um, yeah. <laughs> I would say stay hungry because it was that hunger in me that was like that just you know, stay ambitious, um, stay hungry, take a probiotic. I mean, that is real. Like, I really feel like so many people don't know about that. So I I get really passionate about adding so much value in ways that are not about promoting our product. But really at the end of the day, I truly do believe in that. I would say the one other thing would be to tap into that stillness, the, what Dr. Joe calls the quantum field, uh, because I've done so much healing by allowing my nervous system a reset. So I, I've become more and more of a believer in meditation. But every time I say that word meditation, it's kind of like when I say I write poetry, it's like, I hate that, right? <laughs> Even I think that, but I write it and I love it. It's more about like you pick it up and you just kind of, you just feel your heart open. It's more of just like this combination of inspiration and word weaving. And so I feel the same way about that as I do. Um, yeah, the other thing. So it's just mm. tapping into... So meditation, poetry, it's like we have these associations, right? Eckhart Tolle calls them signposts of what we think it means. It's not that. If you cringe, it's not that. <laughs> you know, it's something that can really um, give you your power back and tap you back into your power that you've stripped away from yourself. So anyway, I would say meditate, girl. Take a probiotic, girl. That's what I mm, mm, I get it. <laughs> I, I, I relate to all of that. Um, I, do you believe everything happens for a reason? And I ask this because I love, like me, there, you know, when we have this entrepreneurial spirit, we, you know, we, we venture into a lot of things that from the outside looking in, it can look a little haphazard and chaotic and, oh no, not something else again, but it almost required that to get to where you are. Yeah. For sure. I think instead of that, I don't love that question. It's not useful for me. Instead, I say, everything is conspiring in my favor. So I like to think that it's very useful to think that even the hiccups, the bumps in the roads, that was, that was what my soul was yearning for. That's what I needed to get to my next level, to my next experience of, of expansion. And so for me, any question, I, I mean, the brain is a series of questions and answers, right? So if you're asking a question that kind of leads you like, why am I so lazy or why am I not doing this? Guess what? You're going to get heavy answers. So I'm very particular about the questions I ask myself. So does everything happen for a reason? Eh, not allowed. Next question. Instead, is the universe conspiring in my favor for my soul's evolution? Yes. <laughs> Deep. I know, right? You didn't yes. know. More than probiotics, Josh. That's right. <laughs> what do you believe happens when it's all over? When our time here on earth comes to an end? Sorry about that. We got to... Yeah. And, and uh, an ironic timing for the I know, I know. And I had it on, that was a spam risk. I'm so sorry about that. That's okay. Um, I think that um, we can pinch ourselves off from the love that is available to us uh, pretty good. And I think that we're here to um, remember how to connect back to that and to, like I said, like our soul's journey. That's what it's all about. This evolution of our soul. And uh, I came into this world without too much of a fear of judgment. So that was like easier for me. Whereas I've seen my husband kind of get through this and he doesn't even know where it came from or why. He's like, I don't, I don't care what people think. Oh my gosh, I do. I care what people think, you know, this back and forth thing. And so um, I think that each of our souls have a lesson to learn. And I think some of mine is about letting go of that control because so much of anxiety is wanting to control the outcome. And so instead, if we can just 
um, release that and allow it and kind of be this, but not everybody needs to do that, right? I think other people don't need to release and allow, they need to jump on board and grab a hold. And so uh, for me, it's more about what is, what is it that I'm here to expand and, and to create? It's a lot about creation. Like I think we are creators who are creating our own reality and creating our own experience and creating our own bliss. And how much of that do I want to create? A hmm. lot. So. Let me go down this path with you before we wrap it up. And I would just like to hear your personal opinion and uh, thoughts on this. Why would somebody like me have such a fear of dying? Somebody like you. So I would say maybe it goes back to the two basic fears, fear of judgment or fear of abandonment. It would probably be more abandonment than judgment. Abandonment means that you feel like you're losing a connection to something, and that's an illusion. All fear is an illusion. So once you can tap into the truth of knowing that we're infinitely connected, guided, supported, and loved, you might be able to release that fear. You are almost psychic because I've given that question, you know, lots of thought because I think that that's one lingering, oh, you know, it, it doesn't debilitate me like it used to right? But it's still occasionally there. And what you just said is exactly the only logical reasoning I can give. It's that, it's that feeling disconnected. That's exactly what, what, I've, what, what I've thought. Mm-hmm. And I think so much of that, when you recognize that it, that's an illusion, like that's the, the it's all it goes back to beliefs. So everyone say, just think positive. But really, if you don't believe it, it's irrelevant. So once you tap into what you believe about death and dying and life and why we're here, you can heal so much by just evaluating those beliefs, shining a flashlight of awareness on them and saying, what do I really want to believe about this human experience or about the end of the human experience in this form? And so I prefer to call it physical and non-physical energy. We are, of course, physical beings right now. We have a lot of non-physical energy. We go, we, we're always connected to that. So when your physical body is no longer in this form, your non-physical energy continues and continues. And so that connection of who you are now and who you are then will never waver. It is always there. Beautiful. What is, for the person listening, what is the very next thing they should do to get the most out of this time spent with us? Ooh, that's a powerful question. Um, I would say tap into, are there ways that I'm getting in my own way of what I truly want? And then you say, well, I don't know what I want. And then you say, perfect. Now we have a starting point. What do I really want? And how do I really want to feel? And I said that to you in the beginning was that lifted's goals are really based around how we want to feel because we know that that's what we're all chasing anyway, when we set these goals. And so if you can identify the way you want to feel in your body, I would say three words, that would be a vibrational experience. Emotions are vibrations. So I want to feel happy. Like that's so cliche. No, it's the real deal. If you've ever just felt happy, it's great, right? I want to feel divinely connected because then I'm just at peace. And I want to feel excited because I love to feel excited. So you tap into how you want to feel in your body and you make that your predominant focus because so many of us, if you say, how are you doing? Oh, I'm a little stressed. I'm a little overwhelmed. I'm a little burned out. Those three all day long. So instead it's like, how do you want to feel? Because what we give our attention and our focus to is what grows. So what do they do from here? They identify how they want to feel in their body, allow that experience to come up in their body without doing a dang thing. Once you do that, 
then you can tap into any other way because you know that you're willing to feel uncomfortable emotions because you can always tap back into the emotion that you truly wanted anyway. Absolutely perfect. I will leave you with this final question. Sylvia Hall, how would you like to be remembered? So I used to have this kind of feeling of like, oh, I want to be remembered this way or that way. And now instead, that's just really, um, that's just all ego-based. So I don't really even have that. Like, that's not a useful question for me either because it taps into this sadness or this heaviness or this, oh, this is, no, I'm here and I'm, I'm feeling it. And then I'm not, but other people are. And I'm still here, but I'm not really. And so for me, it's all about um, that. <laughs> I didn't answer the question, but. Yes, you did, didn't you? Of course <laughs> you did, didn't you? You know, I've asked that to, uh, you know, each of my more than 135 guests to date, each of them gets that question. And I got to say that answer is truly the most profound and beautiful that I've heard. It just, it, it really makes sense when you, uh, wow, when you think about it, which is, which is exactly what I love about that question and these questions and these interviews. Where do you want people to go to follow up with you and uh, to continue the dialogue with you? Uh, we hang out a lot on Facebook, so then go to facebook.com backslash Lifted Naturals, and that's where we share a lot of value-added posts that are, you know, weaving in this gut-brain connection information and research, as well as just inspirational tidbits to help you to feel better. Um, our website is liftednaturals.com. Uh, people say, well, should I buy directly from you because you get more money versus Amazon? No, you should buy where you get Amazon Prime shipping for two days and free. But if you don't, <laughs> I, love I mean, I love my two-day free shipping, right? Or even one day sometimes what the what what kind of world do we live in same day get out right anyway but if you don't love amazon that's okay some people don't we sell directly from our shop and there's a link in the bar at lifted naturals that you can check out so. yes brilliant beautiful on the inside and out sylvia hall thank you so much for joining thank us you. you're magnificent thank you it was a pleasure i really appreciate the the time and thank you everybody for tuning in whether it's right there during this live broadcast, or you're catching us in your favorite podcast app, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or any other. Thank you for spending the time. I do not take it for granted. If you liked what you hear, rate and review. I love reading your comments. We're going to do this again before too long. As always, go get them. Thanks for listening to The Hidden Entrepreneur Show. Make sure to subscribe through iTunes or Google Play so you can get notified every time we publish a new episode. And we'd love to hear your thoughts with an honest review on iTunes. Finally, follow us on your favorite social media platforms to keep the conversation going with Josh Carey and today's guest. Until next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.